here is the next part of the special episode. Um, we can only have a limit of 30 minutes per episode, I believe. So, sorry that it is two parts. Um, and we are still looking for an intro if anyone wa- would want to make one. Like RNA viruses, like the COVID virus, mutates a lot. And so if there are millions and millions of people around the world infected and all, they have billions of viruses in them and they're mutating all the time, um, we expect that there will be new mutations. And some of those might be more infectious and some are less infectious. But we're concerned about these new variants or new mutations that might be more contagious than the, old, than the, the original ones. They've tested the, the vaccine against um, new variants and it still works. It doesn't seem like it's quite as potent, but it still does work against the, the new variants. There you go. All right, thank you, Lance. Okay, I've got Claire next. Claire. Okay, so my both of my parents have gotten two doses, but my mom says that the one she got is 95% affected, effective. So she says that it's very, very rare for her to get COVID at work. But do you think that there will ever be a vaccine that's 100% effective? Oh, good question, Claire. That is good. Fifth graders, turn your cameras on, please. Yep, you know, probably not. We, it, we have some vaccines that approach, they get close to 100%, but um, there will always be some variation there and and it's unlikely that that we'll get to a hundred percent effectiveness but the important thing to know is the more people that are vaccinated the more people that have that 95 percent protection the less chance that you'll come into contact with someone who's infected who can then spread it to another person who's uh susceptible to another person who's susceptible. So that vaccine, the more people that are vaccinated, the less chance that it'll spread. That's what we call herd immunity. Like uh, um, in a sense, we protect each other by all being vaccinated. Good question. Fifth graders, let's make sure we're still doing our best behavior. I see a couple of kids kind of goofing around. So let's make sure we have all eyes and ears on the presenter. Thank you. All right, Anna, I think you have a question. If you don't have the if you don't have your question, that's fine. You can just pass like if somebody asked your question. Anna? No, I do have a question. Okay, um, go ahead. Like if someone has the virus, could they get the vaccine and would it slow like would it get rid of the virus if you had it? Yeah, um interesting. That's a dilemma that has come up because it's so widespread. Um, it's unlikely that getting, if you, if you become infected with the virus, that getting a vaccine would treat um, the infection or change the outcome by that point. You know, we have developed treatments that are sort of like artificial vaccines. And we give infusions of antibodies um, that are really kind of what your body makes when you get a vaccine that help attack that virus. But the vaccine wouldn't treat an infection. If you're already sick, it's not gonna help. Yeah, it's more of a prevention. Good question, Anna. Okay, Nolita, do you still have a question? 
Yeah. Um, are kids ever going to get vaccinated? Ooh, good question. Excellent. Um, probably. So. Because right now, what is it, 18 and above? Yeah, 16 and up or 18 oh, and up. Okay. Some can get the some can get it at 16. So we know that this infection is the hardest. It's more severe the older you get. And for the most part, kids don't get severe disease. And so when they started studying vaccine, they really wanted to target those who get most sick from it. So they studied adults. Um, there are studies going on now in kids to, to make sure it's safe and that kids can get it. So it's probably coming, but it's gonna take a while. And we never wanna give a vaccine, a prevention treatment, unless we're sure that it's safe. And so that's why they have to study it in kids. It's likely safe, but they have to do those studies. Okay. Um, Sam Bowers, no, wait a minute. Sam, did you have another question? No. Oh, that's okay. Billy, did you have a question? Billy? No? Okay. Um, Grayson? Uh, do you still have to quarantine if you, or if you get exposed, but you have a vaccine, do you still have to quarantine? <laughs> um, that's the question that I have every day. And I talk to public health authorities and I ask them that question and nobody has a good answer yet. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we think, so right now the, the, the answer to your question is yes, you do. And that's because we don't know, like we talked about earlier, we don't know that the vaccine might, we don't know that it prevents mild infection or that you might not still be able to spread it if you don't get sick. So because of that, you still have to quarantine even if you've had a vaccine, but that might change when we know more about it. Good, good. All right, um, Selena, you have a question? Well, like there's the face shield and a paper mask and the cloth mask, and there's different styles, but which one works best? Oh yeah, so the, the best mask is one that has multiple layers. So remember I talked about how, how is this transmitted and it's through tiny, tiny droplets. And what we wanna do is, is filter those. We wanna filter them both coming into your mouth and going out of your mouth. We don't want that to pass through. And so if you have a cloth mask, one that has two or three layers is best. If you have a well-fitting medical mask, those are specifically designed to, to prevent these from getting through. And so that's probably a little better. Um, and a face shield, it helps protect your face and your eyes from, um, from other people who might be infected. Um, but it probably doesn't work very effectively to prevent like you from spreading an infection. Okay. So all of these used together can be really helpful. Most helpful, yeah. Lexi, did you have a question? Thank you, Selena. Lexi, did you have a question? Um, when everyone's vaccinated, do you think we're going to be quarantined for a little bit more? Are we just going to be able to be, like, free? Free? <laughs> yeah. I, 
free, Dr. Thompson. <laughs> I know. I want to, We all want to be free. Um, I think by the time that everyone is vaccinated, um, uh, things will be opened up and there won't be much, if any, disease activity in the community. And so we won't need to have all these restrictions. It's kind of hard to predict, but really that's the goal is when everyone's vaccinated, when everyone has immunity, we can get much closer to normal. Good. Ben, did you have a question? Ben? What about Addie? Addie, did you still have a question? I forgot mine. That's okay. That's okay. Um, Nora, did you have another question? Yeah. Um, when it's over, will we um, still need to wear a mask when we go somewhere? Um, probably not. Uh, I'm not sure when that's going to be, though. So probably not, but it things might change. You know, um, in in uh, sort of flu season, I wonder if we there might be more mask wearing in the future. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah. All right. Um, Reva, did you have another question? Yeah. Um, after all the infection and everything has sort of slowed down, do you think COVID will become sort of non-existent? Or do you think it will still be kind of like the flu and every year you have to get vaccinated? So, um, well, good question. Uh, let me give you a little background. There are other coronaviruses. Um, we've known for a long time about four different types of coronavirus that basically cause colds. Um, you know, maybe a cough, maybe a cold. But because they're so common, kids get them, adults get them. Most adults have had all of them, and they just caused a cold. They're not severe anymore because um, people were likely exposed when they were kids and didn't get sick. That might be what happens with this new coronavirus. We might have to get vaccinated um, for a few years until things quiet down. But uh, that remains to be seen. We have to do some some research to figure that out. Okay. Noah Morrison, did you have a question? Dr. Thompson, are you vaccinated? I am vaccinated. So I'm a healthcare worker and I take care of COVID patients in the hospital. So we both, um, both the hospitals in town have vaccinated a lot of their workers because of that. Hadley, do you have a question? Um, well, the COVID, I mean, well, like after everybody gets their um, vaccine, like will it ever really be the same? Like will we start to wear masks every day? And... Um, yeah, probably not. I mean, we probably won't have to wear masks every day. Um, and we, we, we really want to make sure that the disease is almost gone, at least quiet, not actively spreading, I think, before we stop doing mask wearing. Yeah. All right. Odin, did you have a question? Uh, yeah. If you get the vaccine twice, uh, will, will it be more efficient than if you only get it once? Good one. Um, so I don't know if you guys remember, but when you were young, you went to your pediatrician or your doctor and you got many vaccines when you were one month old and six months old and a year old. And 
two years old and five years old. We do that. We give vaccine boosters to, again, help train your immune system. Sometimes it doesn't learn after one shot um, really how to attack some of these infections, and it takes a couple shots. Um, so that's why the current vaccines that are out um, are two shots, because we really want to train the immune system well. There's probably going to be one coming out soon, which is only a one-shot vaccine. Um, and there will be different types that are they're all going to work well, but sometimes we give that booster shot to help train your immune system. Okay. All right, so I have a lot of kids with hands up, but I'm not quite sure who still has not asked a question yet. Anna, I haven't. Okay, Anna, did you have a question? Okay, go ahead. I don't think Anna's asked one. Um, my question is, has um, like us wearing masks, masks like um, lowered all like the regular flu cases too? Like, since we're all wearing masks, has it stopped the spread of, like, flu? And colds? Yeah, I don't know if, if people have noticed this, but uh, yeah. um, at least in my family, there haven't been very many colds in the past year. Um, and I think in part that's because we're good at hand washing and masking and distancing, because that's how these spread. This has been an amazing year for influenza, because normally by this time of year, um, thousands of people in Minnesota have had influenza. And this year, there have been just a few, yeah. just a handful. Yeah. We have never seen such low influenza numbers. And I think that's a, a number of reasons, masking and distancing and uh, all the other things we're doing have prevented it. Washing our hands. Yep. Which are all good practices. I mean, let's, I hope we don't stop washing our hands just because everybody's, you know, it's, it's a good practice. Rowan Ketchum, did you have a question? Yeah. So why is it that the younger people ha have less of a chance of getting COVID? I mean, it would seem like the older people would have less of a chance since their immune systems have grown a lot more than younger people. Good yeah, question. that's a that's a good uh, thought. Um, there, uh, there might be a few reasons for that. Um, you know, I showed you that slide of the virus trying to get into a cell. Yep. It sticks to the outside. Yeah. Um, it might be that young people don't have that receptor, we call it, on the cell that the virus sticks to. Oh. Um, uh, and so it might be harder for young people to get infected and spread it. Um, it might be that um, young people's immune systems deal with this really well and they don't get sick from it because a lot of the um, a lot of the problems that older people have that make them really sick are um, when their immune system doesn't fight it off well and it overreacts and causes all kinds of other problems. Um, but that's a an important question and one that people are doing a lot of research on because why, if there's a way we could help older people react the way younger people do, that might be a good treatment. Okay. All right. Well, our time is just about up. Who has not asked a question that still would like to? Addie, is that you? Me. Ben. Um, uh, what was it? <laughs> Come on. 
Um. Don't you hate when that happens, Addy? I forgot it. All right. Okay, well, I think Gwen's asked Ben. You never lowered your hand. Ben, I know you haven't asked a question. Yeah. Um. If one person's wearing a mask and one isn't, but they're outside, what 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 would happen? Uh, yeah, so, you know, that would be less risky. Being outside is much less risky than being inside because you, there's plenty of fresh air. You're not um, exposed to so much of the air that that other person is exhaling. Having one person masked is better than having no person masked, right? Um, but still, that uh, there's probably some risk um, for, for that unmasked person. Okay. All right. Well, Dr. Thompson, thank you so much what for joining really us today. What was that, Ben? What if they were, like, really close to each other, though? Like, does it matter? Right, and that matters, too. Um, so the closer you are, the more chance that you might be breathing in what, el what someone else is exhaling. And so... Uh, when we think about risk, we have to think about all these factors. And that's what's so tiring is always thinking about like, yeah. well, how risky is this? What if I did this? What if I change this? And that's exhausting. So, um, you know, it's all of these things are important. Distancing, masking, fresh air. Okay. And it's all a little bit of a calculation. Thank you so much. Fifth graders, um, don't forget that you do have a health assignment today about washing our hands, washing our hands and keeping clean. Ms. Dr. Thompson, thank you. Where's Oscar? Oscar, we haven't even seen you. Oscar, where are you? Hello. I am right here. Thank you, Oscar. Like He's up there somewhere. Thank yeah, you. I hear him in the other room. Well, thanks for having me. You guys had excellent questions. Really good questions. You're clearly very thoughtful. Thank you. Um, so... I am looking forward to you all getting back together in school, all those who can. And uh, wash your hands, wear your masks, stay careful. Thank you, doctor. Bye, right. fifth graders. Go do your health assignment. Bye. Bye. looking for an intro again if anyone wants to make that one you can submit it on anchor or spotify through the messaging feature <clears throat>